You want to sort out your education. You want to sort out your finances. You want to sort out your family. You want to keep your family face. You vote for the blood of Jesus party. You vote every single day for it. You yeah. get up in your quiet time. Hey. And oh. you, yeah. you apply uh. the blood of Jesus. Oh. Open up your Bibles because it's time for truth. Listen carefully because these words are all for you. Open up your Bibles because it's time for truth. Listen carefully because these words are all for you. It's not my show. But it's my show. 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 It's not my show. Yes, I'm Musa and I'm from Johannesburg. I'm with my man Luando and it's my show, but not my show. And you know, we always uh, talk about interesting things. And uh, today's topic will be, I'm going to start off with a question. And the question is, do you know waking up alone is a miracle? Did you know that waking up alone in itself is a miracle because you're not promised tomorrow i'm sure we all know that we're not we're not promised tomorrow so i'm gonna start off with the challenge and the challenge is in the morning when you wake up it's a challenge for me too in the morning when you wake up do you thank god for waking up or do you ask god for your daily bread first you know we're supposed to be asking for the daily bread every single day, not once a week or anything. But what, are, what is it do you do first? Is it the thanksgiving first or always please, please, please the whole time? So what you need to understand is that uh, there's, there's two types of hearts, in my opinion. There's two types of hearts, like the, the way your heart is. The first one is you have a receiving heart. And the second one is you have a giving heart. And uh, you need to examine yourself and find out, do you have a receiving or a giving heart? So now let me tell you what a receiving heart has. Uh, has. Um, the receiving heart is always the mentality of give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, until you meet someone there who needs bread, like, ah, stuff you, and let me walk away. Um, or the give me, give me mentality is always having a poverty mindset. You see, this is broader than what you think. A give me mindset is equal to a positive. Uh, um, um, a give me mindset is is, is equal to um, a poverty mindset. Reason I'm saying that is because a giving mindset is always thinking about him or herself. And uh, if you're always thinking about yourself, do you really think you're going to give to others because you are your own priority? So, um, you need to examine yourself, see in the mirror of which heart you are. And on the other hand, you get the heart which is give, you know, the giving heart now. And uh, through scriptures, we know that a giving heart is a servant's heart. And a servant's heart will never lack anything because God is the provider. See, if you, um, if you trust in yourself or trusting other people for, uh, for life in general, so for like your salary, for who's going to look after your roof above your head, if you're relying on things like that, but on yourself, you're relying on yourself for, for things like that, you will actually always feel like you never have enough. Reason I'm saying is because um, 
if you have this feeling of I don't have enough all the time, I don't have enough, it's you relying on yourself because you're always thinking, yo, I need this, I need this, yo, I don't have money. So you're always uh, freaking out about what you need to pay for or there's still this I need to do or there's still that. But if you're relying on God for things like that, um, you will never ever have a thought of, ish, this, ah, uh, this, hey, this, 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 because you know God is your provider and you will lack nothing. Um, if I go on to the book of Psalms, it's a very famous verse, I mean, but uh, not a lot of us take it into heart because uh, we, we don't see the miracles. We don't say it at all. So Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. In fact, I'll just read verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. That's from the NIV version. And um, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. Not I am my shepherd, I lack nothing. Or not um, my boss is my shepherd. Not my job is my shepherd. Or... Anything like that. It's the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. And uh, verses like this bring us to verses like John 3 verse 16. Which says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son. That whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And uh, if, if you rely on yourself, the question you need to ask is can you die for yourself? You know? And um, if you rely on yourself, you can't. Because if you die to yourself, who's there now? And um, do you love yourself that much that you can die for yourself? And the normal answer is no. Because you, you're probably thinking in your head, I, can't, I love myself, so I can't die for myself, you know? Because I love myself. I want to keep myself alive and things like that. That's because uh, life is viewed on a small telescope. Now, if you're on a big telescope, look at what Jesus did. John 3 verse 16 explains that Jesus laid his life down so that we can have everlasting life. The question is, um, are you willing to lay your life down for Christ as he has laid his life down for us? And uh, all this that God is doing for us is, is, uh, is basically surrounded by love while well, the cornerstone of it is love and God is love so I'll bring you to a verse 1st John 4 verse 7 um, which says dear friends let us love one another for love comes from God everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God so that in itself is a miracle because there's a lot of people out there thinking no one loves me and love I, I in my opinion love is a miracle you know and uh, the love God showed to us, that's a huge miracle because um, there's not a lot of people that you say that are down for you or are these people that are going to be stick with you forever. There's not a lot of those people around that you can actually say, this guy loves me. He can lay his life down for me. That guy, no. There's not a lot. There's few. But you don't even know if it's true. But here God did it already. Jesus did it already. He died. And uh, for you. So don't ever look at yourself as um, not important because you are. God has shown you. This is the proof that you really matter to him. So wherever you are, if you're alone there, thank God for waking up in the morning because that alone is a miracle, you know. And I'm not only speaking to you who's listening. I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to myself here. We need to get 
um, we need to honor God more. We need to thank Him more because He does a lot more for us, you know. So let's rejoice and thank God for waking up because that in itself is a miracle. No one is promised the next day yet she still woke up. Think of it in that way. And uh, Christ came to set us free. And I see that as a miracle because who are we for God to die for us? We are the sons of God. So um, yeah, that was basically the show. And um, you can check us on our social media platforms. Go to our website www.activefm.co.za There you can find all the shows whatsoever And catch us on Instagram And uh, to see what upcoming stuff are happening And what we up to um, That's activefm777 And you can catch us on Twitter at activefm There we can like our tweets We always in the mornings post something inspirational And uh, you can catch Luando and I on Facebook and act, uh, let's, let me start with Active FM. So you can catch Active FM on Facebook at Active FM. And you can catch Luando and me. And the show is, uh, it's not my show, but the name of the, our Facebook page is Luando Musa. So you'll find us. And there we're always posting um, the show links and that. And you can uh, share, you know, share the shows around. And uh, I mean, what's the point of having a meal full of food and only eating one? There's a lot of good shows out there, you know, eat the whole plate, you know. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I was blessed. I hope you are blessed. And uh, remember, waking up in the morning is a miracle itself because tomorrow was never promised, yet you still woke up. Thank you. my show but not my show with my man Musa the blues man himself I myself Luando from Johannesburg in South Africa that's where we are and we have this awesome topic we are throwing something out there for you to catch and the name of the show the topic that we have is you know catch the miracle make sure that you catch the miracle so we're looking at a book of this this is actually my favorite miracle I know before we we touched on this when Musa had to come with his own you know best miracles and he had to explain how is this thing working for him so uh, it, 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 it's similar to that what we did before so I have my own you know favorite miracle I've changed I've changed in this past you know few uh, weeks so I have a different you know favorite miracle that Jesus you know did I guess you know every every part of heaven was involved here yeah, so uh, Acts chapter 1 verse 9 to 12 says, Now when he had spoken these things, while they washed, he was taken up. So first thing, he was taken 
up. It doesn't say he took himself. He was taken up. And the cloud received him out of their sight. Where have you ever seen such? Mm. That's why this is my best miracle. Where have you ever seen such? Is it possible that you know the best things are still to be done or the best things have been achieved already? Because, I mean, in my entire life, I've never seen someone, you know, just being taken and floating, you know, in the air and they're taken up to heaven. I've never seen that, you know, but, and I don't believe that I will see that, but already when I read this amazing book with so many, you know, wonderful stories, miracles, things that took place, what I learned about is that, you know, some of the things that I don't even believe that they will happen, they've happened already. You know, probably that would happen when I'm taken to heaven, but in my lifetime, I don't see seeing someone, you know, being taken to heaven. So, uh, verse uh, 10 says, And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, so they, there were people, they were watching, that's why we're able, you know, to talk about this, because uh, uh, this was recorded down by these people where they were watching. So, uh, two men stood by them in white apparel, who also said, men of Galilee. So first thing, Jesus taken up, they're looking up, they're trying to see what is the end of this. Is Jesus is just going to disappear like that. And um, another miracle within, you know, this miracle is that there, there were two men, you know, um, it's obvious there were angels. So another miracle. So that sounds, you know, more familiar, but it's a miracle. Because a miracle, a miracle itself, it's something, you know, that's not explicable, uh, you know, with our, uh, our natural or uh, scientific, you know, laws. You know, it's something that we, we're not able to understand with our normal life, our daily life, to understand, to explain. So, we, we, we're not used to angels. So, that's a miracle. So, verse 11 says, Who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing up into heaven? The same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will soon come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Okay. The most important thing, why should I be speaking about this, you know, miracle? It has never been done before. You know, sorry, it has been done before, but it, it doesn't seem to, to be going to be done in the future. You know what I'm saying? So why am I talking about this thing if that... that can you get something out of this? Does does it have to do anything with you? You know, if someone was there, like you know, and it doesn't really, you know, include me. It doesn't mean anything to me. I wanna tell you something. This is this is a miracle, and it's whole. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. It's it, it's whole. What we see, what we read about, it's what happened, but the same miracle gives the promise. So that means. This miracle, it's still in progress. It took place, but at the same time, it came, when it took place, it came with what? With a promise, because Jesus was taken to heaven, and then they say the way he was taken to heaven is the same way that he would come down. Coming down for what? Interesting. You know, when Paul speaks about, you know, when Jesus Christ comes, when the trumpet, you know, sounds and people will be raised from the graves, stuff like that. And people will believe in the Lord, the rapture, when people are, will be taken to heaven. And this 
miracle speaks of that. That you know, there's a time that's coming when Christ will come back and will take those who believe to Him. And uh, recently, it was actually um, yesterday. I was sitting on the Bible and reading about Jesus Himself, and, and He's speaking about you know, I'm going to uh, uh, heaven I'm going to my father's place because where my father is there are many places so I'm going to prepare for you and that's the most important thing that Jesus even that's why I'm saying this miracle is incredible because this is not just a miracle for you know one event or once but this it, it happened but it's still carrying on it's still carrying on and you can be part of it when you believe in Jesus you're able to be part of the miracle so that as much as Jesus Christ was taken to heaven, when Jesus Christ comes back to take those who believe in him to the kingdom of God to heaven, you will also be included. You will also be taken to heaven as Christ was taken to heaven. So it's very interesting that, you know, uh, 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 this miracle is something that includes you. But the question is, do you want to be included? Because the Lord is not going to force himself to you. And the most important thing is that what we need to know is that there is heaven and there are many sources that actually, you know, uh, uh, support Jesus' existence. There are many uh, uh, sources outside the Bible that actually, you know, uh, um, that witness that the Bible is true. And the most important thing is if the Bible is true and some of the things that the Bible actually, you know, prophesied about that, you know, there will be false prophets and such things. We see these things in our daily lives. You know what I'm saying? And... I believe the Bible is true. And if the Bible is true, what does that mean? If the word of God is true, what does that mean? That means then this is also true. If what was said, you know, happened, it shows that what was said was true. And it's in the Bible. So that also signifies that what is said will happen, will also happen. But the question is, on what side of the boat? Will you be in? Will you be in the boat or outside the boat? You know, so it's it's very interesting. So that's my favorite miracle. It's simple. John three verse sixteen says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son." So um, I grew up in you know in a place where there's there's so much you know uh, culture. That's where I grew up, and the biggest thing, and I believe. You know, in our nation, we have actually lost its its identity. You know, it's um, it's who you are as a person. It's what you're living for. In in Eastern Cape, where I grew up, I was in a village uh, in Mount Frey. It used to be called Lukangeni. And one of the things I noticed there is that um, so how, how the the family is broken. But you know, with our grannies your neighbors like they, they had also these you know our grandchildren i was also a grandchild you know um we used to be staying with our our grannies and you know our grandfathers passed away but one of the things that we learn about is that these people were married our grannies were married but their children were not because they were in johannesburg you know in towns and cities and trying to get life and all that but you can actually see and you can track um, through that, that how the family was broken. But I wanna, I wanna show you. This was uh, 
I believe this was a goal of a South African man or, or of a, a, an African king, you know, and it's not just African king, but of any king, you know. Um, when a man didn't have a child, a son, specific a son, when a man didn't have a, a, a son, it was a disgrace. And that was just something that man struggled with and nothing could solve that problem. You know, this is part of, of the culture that I grew up in. I see it in the Bible when you look at Abraham. And Abraham, you know, he, he struggled. God gave him everything. He prospered him. And, God, and Abraham was like talking to God. He's like, you know, I have all these things. But what's the use of all these things if I don't have a son? Why? Because when a man doesn't have a son, what does that mean? That means there's no one who's going to carry the name of what? Of the father. One of the things I realized about being a man, you know, your descendants in 500 years to come, they are you, they present you. But right now, your descendants are being presented by you. The descendants that will live in 500 years to come, in this moment, they are presented by you. So it was very, very interesting. Now, Thing about it that you know a son to a father was like actually everything. You know, I'm 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 talking about John 3 verse 16. Thinking about that that you know um the father would rather die, you know, than letting his son die because he knows that he's already gonna die. But at least there's the son, but when he dies, he gives everything to the son. And why? Because the son has to, you know, have the right environment, has to be supported, and has to be in good health so that you will be able to carry, you know, the name of the family, to carry the family, you know, to, to next ages. You know what I'm saying? So, but the good thing, one of the things that you learn about is that the father will put every effort in raising the son because he knows that it's just in few years to come, uh, he won't be there and the only person that will be, uh, you know, representing him and, you know, taking care of the family, carrying the name, um, will be his son. At the same time, the name matters. This is interesting. The name matters. Very important. The father doesn't want his name to be carried by a son that will bring, you know, a, 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 a bad reputation towards his name. So he makes sure that what he does, he raises the child in the right way. He raises the child to take responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? So that was always the goal. But if you look in our days, like, yeah, family is broken. Man has no vision anymore. Man just sleeps around. He has kids. He walks away when a woman is pregnant. They don't care how you ra you're being raised up, how you grow up, stuff like that. Why? Because they don't have vision. I see it in my nation. I see it in other, you know, countries. So... John 3 verse 16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Looking at what I've said and understanding the sacrifice, God would rather die than to let his son. Because Jesus being the son, you know, it's, it, he has to carry, you know, the name of God. He has to carry the kingdom of God. But God gives up his son. That, I mean, that's, that's the last thing that the man would give up. But God loves us so much that he gave up his only son. The, uh, 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 you would understand if 
yet another son no this is the only son this is the only son that can make it possible you know for the family to carry on it's not possible without the son for god's name and you know kingdom to be carried on it's only it's only the son only the son but god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son can you see the sacrifice can you see how much god loved you so much he loved you so much so that you can be part of the miracle catch the miracle make sure when christ comes back you're part of the miracle you're able to get to heaven yes you're able to float float in the air taken up to heaven like christ did he's coming back but will you be part of the miracle and christ god himself made it possible through Christ, by sacrificing His Son, Jesus Christ, you know, to die for Him. The Bible says now, since God did this, whosoever believes shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Simple. If you believe in Jesus, this is what He did for you. And, you know, um, interesting. You also become the Son. Because uh, John chapter 1, verse 12 says, to those who believed in him, believed in Christ, he gave them the right to become, you know, sons and daughters of of God. So when you believe in the Son of God, you become the Son of God or the daughter of God, and you get the right to become the Son and the daughter of God. And guess what happens? Now, our, when God is our Father, I mean, He looked at this empty, you know, a uh, uh, darkness. Uh, um, from nothing you created the earth look at this you know chaotic earth at the same time and he spoke the word he created everything the light the trees everything that we can see around us and this is our father and because he's our father then even other miracles that are in the bible you will become familiar with them you will experience them in your life why because the one who is responsible of these miracles would does beyond than you know we can understand and think would does beyond you know uh, our normal life you know our 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 scientific you know laws and our natural life that we're familiar with now becomes our father that person who is responsible for that which is God becomes our father. You know, Christ was able to do what he did because of his father. And he does say that. So I've come to the end of this show. Hope you, you got blessed because I'm blessed. So I'm going to give an opportunity to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you heard Musa was on fire. Like, it's my best miracle. Yes. Thank you, Musa. The blues man. Obvious. I mean, he, this guy, the way he plays, you would swear it's a miracle. In fact, I believe it's just... And the way he plays is just a miracle. Listen to his music and you try to catch up like that, man. I'm just going to stick to my, you know, keyboard or acoustic. I'm, I'm fine. So, um, if you want to accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you can pray this prayer. Say, Dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I believe with my heart and I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ you died and you were raised from the dead, taken to heaven. And right now, you are seated at the right hand of the Father, interceding for me. Thank you for the promise also that goes to my family of salvation, that goes to my grandchildren, great-grandchildren. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you have done for me. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Active FM. Radio has never been better.